Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is July 25th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. It's been, been a while since we talked, you know? It's been a while since we talked on the podcast. We, I, I don't know. I guess we talked Thursday. Would it have been Thursday afternoon last time I saw you? Scotland time, US time. You're, you were a jumbled a hell, mess. Hellish travel day. I, I got to be honest. Hopping off the plane at Dulles and waving goodbye as you had another five-hour flight ahead of you. Although getting through customs was almost five hours myself. But um, the airports, it, it, airports in general, the collective airport scene was a disaster. Edinburgh, they got to figure we, that shit out. That was awful. We were we got there three and a half hours before our flight, and we were sweating it out. And then, you know, it boarded. Lit. It's just interesting. It's interesting. I don't want to. Nobody, call it nobody airline. wants to hear about this no travel complaint. My favorite, no. my favorite Bet, part of the extra flight, time. My budget favorite part of the flight home was, you know, it's time to board. Everybody's they get everybody lined up, and it appeared at that moment that they knew that they weren't ready at all for everybody to line up. And they didn't want to tell people to sit back down. And it was hot as shit. And we're just standing there. We're lined up. An hour passes. I'm just standing lined up. And they eventually are like, you know what? Let's get group one going. And and I thought, oh, we're boarding. We're boarding. You know, it, it seemed yeah. like they were just a disorganized mess. And I was like, finally, we're boarding. And we get, they take us down and they take us down into this hallway and then they just stop us. And it was at that moment, I'm like, oh, they just wanted the masses to see that somebody was moving because then, so then they, we then stood they in this it. hallway for 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. It was a disaster. Yeah. Well, the same people who checked our bags two and a half hours earlier were the same friendly faces that were doing all the boarding. I was like, oh man, they just... They're staff short. I don't know. But, um, you know, this I think this this little rant goes in the evidence of the against the pampered fucks because you were on your way boarding to seat 1A. You know, uh. little, 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 you know, living high and mighty out there. Up, Mr. Upgrade over there for your transcontinental flight in seat 1A. And, and you're here complaining about having to stand on the jetway an extra 30 minutes for your for your first class ticket. So, anyways, the back of the plane was roomy and fine too. I got a lot of writing and, and meditation done on the way home. But, anyways, I, we I was group four. I don't fly this airline that much, and so I'm you know waiting an hour behind you. So, anyways, uh, we're good to be back. We just got to say shout out like that was trip of a lifetime, right? Good, good trip. Yeah, really, trip. really fortunate. Um, Tons of help, like uh, UK golf guy. Number yeah, one. David Jones, UK golf guy. As you could probably know if you listen to this podcast, Andy and I don't always have our shit together. 
Uh, and we were, you know, UK golf guy was an angel on our shoulders that came in late and set up a ton of stuff for us as we did not have our shit together at all and led to uh, awesome golf and really set us up with great, great hosts. Yeah, I know. he. I think he does that. I know he's doing stuff for more Fontaine. If you're like a golf nut and you want to go see good golf courses, contact. Wow. Him. Just so. thrown out more Fontaine. He's going to be flooded. That's like the hard, one of the hardest gets in the. In well, the he's got some trips. I think he organizes trips. I, he, I don't know. He, he took care of us. We, he's, got I don't. Some, he's got some sort of racket going on. If you're interested. In I don't know if it's a racket, but he gets shit done. <laughs> I just he did like, for call, us, I like calling things rackets. He gets shit done. So David we've Jones, got a, we've got a racket going on, you know. With what? I don't this know. Show? Yeah, this podcast it's a racket. Should I do the roll call of people who were nice or no? What no, do you want to I, do? I, no, I mean All sure. Right, you can give them the give them a roll call if you want. You can. Lori Watson at the links. That was great. A delightful great day. Delightful couple of days spent with Lori. Our great guy, guy. Andy, Andy Crummy. Andy Ian, Crummy. Legend, legend in our personal books will go down forever. Uh, Ian uh, McLean from Gullen took us around. Uh, Jason Page, oh. Boris, and Gordon Challaday at Kilspindy. Ian, uh, we Galbraith. had two Ians, two Ian yeah, hosts. Ian must be a prominent the name Ian, there. The Ian Lothian. zone, the Ian zone. Ian Galbraith at North Berwick, just a fantastically nice fella that took us around. Uh, and Paul Armour at Dunbar. So we had a bunch of like, honestly, I wrote this in that piece. Like the golf was amazing, but you go the over there, the people are, I saw Shackleford wrote to this extent and his blog is just like, listen, we went on a Scotland journey and we found so out fun. that they, they not only have great golf, but they also have great people. Really? <laughs> Not to be cliche about it, but it was fun. Let's 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 bring some equanimity to this conversation. What sucked about it? The showers are a disgrace. Oh, the showers the are terrible. Coffee. Oh, I took mediocre. a shower. I got like one really small shower at my house, like that's like a, akin to a Scotland shower where you only have like enough room to just turn your body. You can't get yeah. out of. And then we yeah. have a bigger shower. And the first shower I took back was in the small shower, and Why? I took it. Well, because. Because my in-laws were here and they were occupying oh. the, the regular bath. Oh. So I was in the small, I was in the small shower. So then they left and I took my first shower in the big shower. And I was just like, oh, what, what have I been missing? I mean, the shower was the best. It was, <laughs> hey, I can do what I, I can manage with two by two. I can manage with two by a stall. I can manage with shitty pressure. Like not forever, but I'm fine. <laughs> I can't manage... With the temperatures just violently switching <laughs> to the absolute scalding and ice cold on an unpredictable whim, which seems to be a, just a feature over there. If Cameron Hurtis was with us. He come, I mean, I don't, that's my trouble. Like, I'm trying to jump in and out in this two-by-two two stall <laughs> at some point in the middle when it's switching between scalding and ice. And, like, I'll do ice. If it's consistent, I can do ice cold. As long as it's consistent. But when it's jumping around to literally scalding hot, that's where I have trouble. That was my old, that was my complaint. I could deal with the size and low here's, pressure. Here's one other thing that I've been waiting to get off my chest. Fish and chips sucks. <laughs> it's terrible. I've never had this goes back. Like I get fooled into choosing fish and chips every once in a while. It's like 
they I see it and I'm like, oh, you know, I like fish. I like chips. Maybe I like fish and chips. I've never had a fish and chips where I'm just like, you know what? That was good. That was that was quality. I'm satisfied after. I always feel like shit after I eat it. It's not good. Fish and chips sucks. All right, to bring it back around to the positive, because this trip was 98% amazing for us. So the, the Lobster Shack, North Barrack, that's awesome. good fish. Awesome. Oh, God, that was good. All right. That was good. Go. That, was that was delightful. Amazing. That was Lob- a much, you know, we had played at that point like 54 holes in 28 hours. You know, one of like what I... And I do not mean to sound like a complaint, but what we're talking about at that in Scotland is we're up at four to shoot in the morning, you know, like and out on the golf course till 10. And then you're trying to scramble to find food. Anyways, so we, we end this. We're on 54 holes in 28 hours and we have one more round to go. And and I'm, I'm everybody's worn to shit. And we had like a nice little like three hour pocket. Yeah. And we stopped in North Berwick, got the the lobster shack, whatever it it's called. Amazing. And amazing. had like two hours to just sit, walk around and stare at the sea. It was Relax. like it it honestly gave me life yeah. for the last eighteen yeah. holes at Dunbar, which was terrific. That's a place that not a lot of people go that they should. Um yeah. they you kind of venture out and then you hit this like unbelievable a stretch of golf holes really from, you know, seven, seven through 15. That's that golf course is unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Definitely. De- amazing. Amazing trip. Just, and, just, and that know. one you can, you can be had for less than a hundred pounds. Um, trying to, trying to bring balanced review here. So we had to throw out some things we maybe didn't like that were pain points. So, you know, the other thing, yeah, trip. there's no food options. It's light. Right, you can play here golf. Go. There we go. What's yeah, going on? Everything is closed by like eight, nine, nine o'clock. I, I don't know. You know, it's just we whatever. talked about the coffee already. You know yeah, that yeah, we don't yeah. need to go back down that road. Yeah. All right. Um, Tony Finau, Brooke Henderson, Yana Wilson wins the U.S. Girls Junior. We had Richie Terrence Ramsey in the Kazoo Classic. Thick burly boy, boy. Burly the win boy. for the. Yeah, that's not burly. Burly. That's not. That's thick. He's full on thick. Um. <laughs> Yeah, portly might be more appropriate. <laughs> portly Derek Clark, which I'm that's not a critique, that's an appreciation. It is zero restriction, by the way. Big yeah. ZR guy, summer school boy. Uh wins the senior open. What else? Kari Webb wins the senior LPGA. David Coker or Coacher dominates the price cutter champ on the KFT. So much golf. Uh, did I have shout out Richie Ramsey? He's an egghead. Yeah. So, yeah, Richie Richie Ramsey. Back in What's the winner, sir. So I think that's fourth win on his fourth. career. Kazoo Classic at uh, Hillside, and I think I hit it one one at a proper golf course with yeah. with artificial sandscapes. Sandscapes. Everywhere. I heard a lot about you and Cameron hollering about sandscapes for a oh. week. The silliest um, one that I saw was on goal and number one, just out of nowhere. There's a sandscape. The, the same oh. hands. The rocky, the, the rocky coast. The, it sits on these rocky coasts, and all of a sudden, there's just this artificial bullshit sandscape put in by. Uh, the movie critics Siskel and Ebert. Yeah, I heard a lot about Sandscapes over the last. Well, it's week just an epidemic that's running running rampant in the British Isles. Is is these contrived 
homogenous sandscapes. You just control copy paste. Yep. With, oh, I'm uh, getting a call from a Detroit area code. I wonder oh, if it's the, the 313. 313. Oh, maybe the underwriters. It's just like, they're after me. They're trying to <laughs> co- corrupt me here early in the week. I wonder who that is. Um, it's the underwriters. All right. So let's get to uh, this you, tough. You the 313 is going up against the 54 challenge. Yeah. Yeah. There's like merch. Someone sent us images from the merch that just say like 313 on it, uh, a bunch of in the merch tent. So the, we'll have to keep an eye out on the Rocket Mortgage class, Underwriters Classic. Um, let's do Evian. Brooke Henderson wins her second major, first in six second years. Second major? I thought you were denouncing this as a major just last week. I mean, it's a major in name, but it's not a major here. Um, You're going to get the Canadians all riled up. If you take away, you know what? Major. I'll get. I'll further. I'll further incite our friends to the north. Brooke Henderson is such a dial tone. She right? plays so slow. It's just brutal. I think I'm that's sorry. The, I think I that's wish the her problem. well, and I hope she succeeds and has a great career piling up majors. But she, it just doesn't. There's not a lot of uh, charisma and uh, game wise, and 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 on the mic too. I think her issue is how slow she plays. She is yeah. a walking rain delay. And it's yeah. just, it brings you down. It's like, and, and I think this is like one of the things that golf coverage for the LPGA and the and the men's tour and the PGA tour has really struggles with. You don't have to show their pre-shot routine. You don't have to. You don't. You can, you can cut right before they hit the ball. And that's what, you need to do with slow players like Brooke Henderson because yep. like she just sucks all the oxygen out of like the excitement of a tournament when you're watching her line up a shot for a minute and a half. It just, it's not, it's not fun to watch. I think that's actually like one of the things that live has done really well is that they cut to shots and you see way less of the pre-shot. I'd say this pain point really jumped out for me as an in-person viewer where you can't avoid it, right? The TV can hide it. When we went from uh, went from Brookline, right? Fitzy, yes. those guys played pretty fast. There was a hang up here or there behind Keegan. The, it was moving inside the ropes. Like you were walking, and all of a sudden, you're like you're trying to not be disruptive, right? So you want to make sure you're timing up with the players. They were quick. Then I went to the women's PGA Congressional, and like this is not to just blanket say the women they're slower. They were playing in threes. It was brutal in person. Like it just, it, it's a downer. Like you said, it really implicates or, you know, impacts, I should say, like how you enjoy the golf in a major way. And the, the, I it's, think that's sort of a strike right now for Brooke. It's kind of like um, what people complain about with like, say the NBA or the NFL with reviews and how yeah. they suck the oxygen out yeah. of like moments. Yeah. This is, it's very similar when somebody takes like two minutes to hit shots. Is yeah. that like there is like a nice suspense when it's thirty seconds, but once that once you're over a minute, that suspense turns to annoyance, and it's like, well, be nice if you hit the shot. Like I, I, my the moment of suspense has passed. Yeah, uh, it was whatever. She she lost a three shot lead. She got it back. Made had to make a ten foot birdie on the last to win. There was like a seven way tie for the lead at one point. Nelly Corda kind of. I think it was a nine way tie. 
didn't oh really i thought seven but maybe it uh, was a seven sophia schubert was that was a big kind of side story concurrent story she had like eighty thousand dollars in earnings to the year and made you know i think half a million and saved her card for next year former women's am winner um but i don't know it was it was a clutch putt right brooke we've seen be you know sort of up and down shaky at times when the when it you know the critical moments and she'd lost her three-shot lead and and Got it done on the 18th with a 10 footer, not a tap in. I think part of like her, uh, I feel like she is like a little bit underappreciated as a player. Um, but I think that's a lot to do with like, it's just not fun to watch, right? What do you mean by that? I think like She's... her career, she doesn't get the love that Lexi gets. She doesn't get like yeah, Will Knights I put guess. together a tweet like, she's a year older than Nelly. She has more majors than Nelly. Almost, I think more. LPGA titles than Nelly, and like you know the uh, about and she has more majors than Lexi. Like she had the oxygen that she gets versus those two is nothing, you know. Right. And I think that part of that though is because of like there's not the personality doesn't pop and the the playing style doesn't pop. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it, there's nothing that yeah totally jumps off page other than she's really good all right anything else on the evian that's a fake major um but you know it counts nonetheless uh tony finau wins the 3m open scott piercy uh, hate to see what happened to one of the true good guys on tour scott piercy just the mail-in a- vote came in on the back nine and uh scott piercy <laughs> went from up four or five to down four or five and it's just a, i don't know if he accepted the result but it, quick transition there uh, for Scott, futzing around in the bunker and you know leaving it at a bunker. Got, got, a, got a fried egg in that bunker. Yeah. Just that's a, that's a tough, a tough seed. That's a shame. It was, uh, uh, it was. He was leaking oil before it, and uh, Tony, I mean, he went yeah. from up five. That was a monumental back nine collapse. He went from up five to losing by four. How about Faldo just doing his little like throwing anything out there? Like he's on and his he last. Hit? Last <laughs> month, he's just going to say whatever he wants at this point. Nance is like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? When are he's, like, I, he's like, Jim, I got three events left. F it. I'm just going to start throwing predictions out there. And he was just trying to keep the viewer enticed because, you know, let's let's be honest. Scott Piercy up five, just bleeding us all to the end would not have been interesting in the least. Fina, I wouldn't say made a super compelling argument on the last I mean, two holes, well, but he played the back nine and three under. The the before the last two holes, it was super compelling. Was. And then he backboarded it. It should have been in the water. It got saved that was by crazy. backboard. Was that a purpose, right? I mean, <laughs> no, it, was so... it wasn't a purpose at all. So just, what did he do? I he think he misjudged the wind or just or, okay. bird, you know, he just completely misjudged hit the wrong club. Did it, backboards off the 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 I mean, he effectively hit the High. ball in the water on 17 and 18. <laughs> right. Still one. But what got him there, the three straight birdies on 14 through 16 were really, really yeah. um, like he went and took the tournament. Turned you know? it up. And yep. Piercy's leaking oil and Finau <laughs> went and took it and and ended up winning. I mean, he could afford to hit the ball in the water on 18. I Faldo was like being super critical of it. It's like if he hits driver up there and hits it in the water, he's still hitting the green. He can still hit the green in two. He can lay up. Like it's not that big of a deal. He can win. You know, nobody's catching him. Nobody in this tournament. You know, like that's the thing. 
Finau went and took it as you would should expect it being like one of the you know three top 30 players in the field really yeah. like he went and took the tournament and you know Emiliano Grio Doug Gim, my my guy from Chicago, Tom Hoagie, those guys weren't going to go just take the tournament. Like, I, you know, that's right. not the type of players they are. And uh, Griot you know. is such a joyless talk about drag. He's just a joyless fella out there. So I was angry. Oh, well, we had that tip about the PGA where he's throwing clubs into the snake infested swamp and making volunteers go get it. Anyways, Finau, good on him. I mean, it's a win. He's not had a good year until recently. Started to improve. Creo in that final threesome. He shoots seventy one. Piercey yeah. shoots seventy six, and Gim shoots seventy seven. What? A, that's just what a mess. Everybody dragging each other down there. What a mess. Hey, can I just like this isn't an anti live thing at all, but just more of since April, the winners on the PGA Tour. Pretty pretty stout run, and I mean, you expect like the best to win, but they're getting like the roster's really good. And then like a Piercy would have been sort of a tear, turd in the punch bowl, whereas Finau sort of keeps the run going. Let's say we go Scheffler at the Masters, Scheffler, Spieth, Cantlay, and Xander, Rom, Homa, KH Lee, you know, whatever Husky boy, JT Burns, Horschel, Rory, Fitz, Xander, Poston. Xander again, Cam Smith, and Finau. It's just like, I didn't include opposite field events there. But like the for a league that needs its guys to like bag wins, they've, yeah. they're on a good run right now of well, the best and you guys. And that's what I was thinking yesterday. Like Finau was the best case scenario probably. You didn't include the Scheffler run before the Masters too. Right. No, no. I just, I didn't want to just read off the whole year, but. Yeah, it's been a really good, that, good year. And early on was rough, you yes, know. You had like a Swafford list hoagie trio in a row that kind of. So I mean, this isn't to suggest like it, it, the things go in ebbs and flows. But Finau was to just put a bow on the like that was like the best case scenario for that field, you know, in that moment. So, well, now um, we're heading to uh, Rock and Mortgage, you know. That's that? there's not many. Do we know who's in that? Ricky, we know, because Detroit has held a piece of his heart. I think they got know. a couple big names. I think they've got like four four top 25 guys. They just need to start letting it be the Wild Wild West for appearance fees. And yes. if, you know, Rocket Mortgage, Dan Gilbert, you know, they could probably come in with a bit. And, uh, you know, maybe Barracuda can't. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they just have to let the, these these title sponsors make their tournament what they want it to be. Um, and if that starts kicking some of the guys at the end of the priority list out or something, then so be it. Um, all right, let's do an ad read for our friends at Golf Blueprint. Hey, I like lit- literal friends. I ran into Kevin Moore out there at uh, the old course. Talked to him. He's a co-founder with Nico Darris of uh, this company, Golf Blueprint. Look, I'm back in the States. I'm trying to get like in shape again after two weeks of fish and chips, which Andy just talked about. I have like an app that tells me, all right, do sit-ups now. Do this weight dumbbells at this weight for this lawn. Like it helps me. I'm an idiot. I need it. And this is a way to sort of have some guided guided practice. Don't go to the range and just start. 
I don't know, hitting balls. I, I just want to hit 58 degree wedges. But to what end? Does that is that time well spent? Is that actually making you more fit in your golf game? More fit? Is that effective, efficient? No. Golf Blueprint um, gives you focused and structured practice that targets the more important areas of your game. It's a personal training program. Um, you know, it gives you a plan. It avoids putting too much emphasis on what happened in a most recent round, and also avoids misjudging the areas of the game that need work. Uh, the URL is golfblueprint.com. They're they're very good people, good friends of the program, smart people. Uh, Kevin's a what a you're going to get better professor. if you know how to practice. You're going to get better. That's the thing. Is I I think that's the biggest. Um, I guess I would say, thing that like uh, an average golfer, even great golfers, don't understand how to practice. Like you know when. When I was playing competitively, the when I started to play the best golf of my life was when I focused in on on certain areas of practice and really had a plan. And like you know, one of them for me was short putting, and I would practice short putting before and after in a variety of ways, lag putting and short putting. And it's like you know, the, these guys have a plan that's way more you know uh, detailed, uh, way more. They have they make it more fun than I yeah. used to make it. But the key to getting better, it's not a, it's not really, you know, new clubs to a certain extent. Like you want to have good equipment, but like where you're going to find the silver bullet is the work you put in in the dirt, as as Hogan would say. I love this note. Um, they have PGA Tour players. Since that sounds good, you can announce that. But they said, do not use the name. Do not use the names because we're not we have a rule that we're not about that thirsty game. So, all right, they have tour players, but they, they, they're not going to be thirsty and they don't want to say who. I, they told me here in the notes, but I'm not allowed to say it publicly. Anyways, go to golfblueprint.com if you want to get better, you want sort of a personal training program for your golf game. All right, continuing on with uh, results. Did you watch a lot of Senior Open? A little Eagles? bit. Looked kind of nasty. So just wet. A lot of gray, rain, inland puddles. Green, just the opposite of everything we just were there watching, uh, playing and seeing at St. Andrews. Um, but it, it, it had a good leaderboard. It had what you want at senior tour golf at this point. You had Ernie. You had Colin Monty. Imagine, you imagine had, that. You get the best seniors in the world together and you get a good leaderboard. Harrington, Clark, just major winners. Actual major. You, you know, you had a Stephen Alker here and there and Paul Broadhurst. But uh would have been nice to see it on a, a Lynx course. Uh, but good on Clark for birding. He had to birdie it there at the end. He um, he's on a list of very few people with an open win and a senior. Yeah, I got. It. I mean, we kind of just sometimes make up these these clubs that are good to talk about in the moment on television or Twitter. But it, what is it? Tom Watson and a few others that have won both the regular open and the senior open. So, uh, I my favorite part of the whole senior open was that Monty disclosing he was into candies he's eating these candies that he credited with some turnaround in the third or second or third round they're called jelly babies <laughs> which is that jelly beans for in scotland uk is that what i don't know what i'll have to research with jelly baby but he said he was heading into the market to stock up on jelly babies uh, maybe that's the new mountain dew for monty so um elsewhere 
I don't know. I, Kazoo, we've mentioned all the winners. That's good, right? Did, yeah. did, you, did you watch Richie Ramsey? There was a ton of coffee golf between I, the Evian and the seniors. And I didn't. Kazoo. I, I wasn't up that early. Um, yeah. And uh, But congrats to Richie Ramsey. You know, okay. he's yeah. up to, I think, 20th in the DP rankings, which, you know, is kind of his career. He obviously had, won the USAM and it, it hasn't always been easy for him and and uh you know i think this is a this is a great year for him okay so since we last talked stenson let's get to live can we news. talk about, i i want to talk about stenson okay go talk about stenson he's advocated the, the nerve of this fucking guy <laughs> with his long message a i don't really care it? about your stupid long it. message i, I did it. read it uh-huh. i did Good. just <laughs> he suggested in it that he tried to do both. He wanted to be the Ryder Cup captain and play live. And just in general, the nerve of this guy, they almost didn't give him the captaincy because they, they wanted, they were like, Oh, he's going to go to live. He assures them that he's not going to fucking live. And then he goes, what an asshole, complete asshole. You want to talk about duplicitous. Yeah, You know, Rory called Brooks duplicitous. I can't think of a more duplicitous act than signing up for something, assuring a tour that has given you so much in your career has, you know, been the place that you've, you know, and obviously he's given the tour a ton of stuff, but Stenson's road hasn't always been great. And the, and the European tour was where he could play when he yeah. had his fall from grace, he still yes. had status. He he didn't get just completely knocked out to sea like he probably would have in any other professional sports league. And was- they give him this captaincy, which you make people. The thing, the reason the Ryder Cup captaincy is a huge deal is you make a shitload of money. You make on money on on sponsorships and all yeah. this stuff. Okay. Sponsorships, appearances, all these things. And Stenson gets this deal. He starts to cash in that money. It is a bullshit move what he yeah. did. This this guy, this is the worst of all the live guys. I think all of Sweden has to answer for Stenson's move. No, it, it was bad. You make a good point there about how after he won that first players, he was yes. really down. In he went out the in the wilderness. In the FedEx Cup that he won whenever that was. Like He was playing like, member guests in Sweden, like just had, had lost it completely. And, you know, this is a guy who's, you know, several columns may note he, he's been bilked. He's been taken multiple times now, twice. Uh, taken by, by an old PGA Stanford tour, uh, PGA tour uh, sponsor. Speaking of Stanford, was it? Yeah. Um, uh, so he's been, he, so, you know, he's, there's he's some blood on the tour's hands. Conned a couple of times. Um, but it is the worst of them. Like, Look, go, but don't do this. As many people pointed out, taking the job made him more attract, drove up his live price, right? Because it's sort of a, a mount on the wall, right? That you could say, we took the Ryder Cup captain. Not to mention. brought him to live. And they've done like, all these photo shoots and stuff. It, in the Coliseum. I heard that was a thing. Like they rented out shut, the Coliseum, Yeah, they right? shut it like down. leased it for photos. And eh, that's not good. Uh, just really, really shitty. He should have to hang his head in shame. And and like, this isn't anything to do with like, just it's how he went about it, right? It's how he went about it. It's really disgraceful. Um, I, he's not, Henrik Stenson isn't really a, a 
interesting golfer anymore. No, no. He, I mean, this he, is this is strictly. This is. I think this is the big. If you're the tour, this is where you need to start to look at this and seize. Hey, we can come up if we change. We can have a more a better. If we reform our system the right way, they are saddled with shit like Henrik Stenson. They are Apparently saddled. Going to the Majestics. Yeah, they are with saddled West. with West over the hill fat Westy. <laughs> they are saddled with Poulter. You know, they are the the live tour out of a little bit out of desperation is saddling themselves with shitty golfers. Well, but the tour for 48. The tour on the flip side, they need to reform to come up with something very compelling that's centered around we have the most competitive golf. And not yeah, I mean, around this those. is a cash grab, which right. is seems to be the direction they're going, which is idiotic. Do not try and fight the Saudis with money. You've already admitted you can't compete with them on money, and you're trying to fight with them on money. You know, an interesting thing, uh, obviously everyone wants to talk about live nonstop in our life. I go to the pool, the dads want to talk to me about live. We were so I was curious, like every time in Scotland it came up quickly, right? With the people we talked mm -hmm. about who we played with, people in the golf industry. I was curious about like what is like the European or at least the UK view of this. Every conversation we had was like every single person was anti live. But it was just like not into it and bummed about the whole thing. But it has it has nothing to do with like the Saudi money. It's a little different from the American viewpoint of like, well, where's the money coming from? This is they just like find it sort of disloyal, greedy. They think it's not golf. Like you're talking about Scottish people who are like very into like the history of the game and they're just like well this is just like 54 hole hidden giggles like they're really everyone and this is anecdotal i'm not suggesting this was some like widespread yeah. poll well you know but every the, conversation the, i had sports no one was like sports illustrated has the poll figured yeah. out they've, no they've one was got... no one was excited about live everybody thought all the players who were signed up for live were shitty and that was every conversation i had but it had more to do with like they just thought it was like like just sort of uh, I don't know, I, well, turning their back on the European I, tour, turning their back on what golf has been, professional golf has been. I would say that where that that flips a little bit from what I, reading the tea leaves um, across, you know, the world is like elite golf comes to Scotland. Elite golf comes to the UK. Yeah, Elite golf does not go to Australia. Elite golf does not go to South Africa anymore. And I think that's where it could be a little bit different of, of a feel is that the hope and potential of elite golf coming back to these great golf countries um, is probably where the sentiment might be a little bit different. Well, it's a PGA um, tour failing. That's, that's exactly, exactly. That's, and that's where I would, I, you know, I think that's the, where the tour needs to like look in the mirror is like where have we really failed? And I think one of the places that they've really failed is is bringing the best players in the world to certain countries. That have... you want to be a global tour and promote your global superstars and promote a Presidents Cup that's global. You can't just like wall 
Hideki, Cam Smith, those like up in, you know, Detroit and Minneapolis and, you know, Ponte Vedra, Quad right? Cities. I mean, bring them, bring them to, you know, Melbourne. And I, I know they, they had the Asian swing in the, in the fall, but that was more, more of a product of just money. Right. I mean, it was, um, facile and, and set up nice and easy. Um, Anything else on Stetson? This again, he he should kind of be an outcast. He should be an Stetson, outcast forever. This he, is this to me is the worst the way he act. Went about it. This yeah. is not. This is worse than Phil. This is like Phil didn't sign up. If Phil didn't sign up to be a captain, like yeah, Phil was disgruntled and continued to and voiced his concern, his unhappiness for years before it. Right, like yeah. you could have seen that coming. Like Stetson. Fuck Henrik Stenson. I'm sorry. <laughs> I told somebody I was going to stop swearing, but you did. But th- that worst worst act yet. And he's such a, like a he's sort of a goof a goofy, you know, even keeled personality or supposed to be. He's there's many videos of him snapping clubs, but um, he there there's sort of like less negative. Uh, backlash around him just through history like a Reed or a Bryson or others but it's certainly he deserves the most scorn not because you know just the way he went about it it was really duplicitous also joining him are Jason Kokrak and Charles Howell III that round out Northeast Ohio New Jersey uh, field at 48 so there's a presence now uh, they probably are looking into bringing an event to Cleveland Kokrak well, we have the famous crackers. story of him getting announced in the third quarter of a Browns game and everybody being like, who? What? <laughs> Get Jason Kokrak's on the field. Um, that was just sort of... They could bring uh, it to Canterbury. That writing is on, on the wall for uh, Escalante Golf taking over. Right? Um, Jason Kokrak. I mean, that writing's been on the wall forever. Trump Charles Canterbury. Howell III. Um, Chucky Three Sticks, I guess, was a little bit of a surprise. I, this is a surprise to me from Liv's side. What's doing like, that? For, what's that what, doing for Liv? Yeah. What? What? Like this is. I think like when. What do you ask PGA Tour players? Like players that are amazed about is Charles Howe the third actually like comes up a lot just because of the consistency. He hasn't been like he's been consistently at a level of like not keeping his card on the tour for decades, and that is impressive. But right. like. What does he do for live? I I think like it hurts the tour in the sense of like that's a guy that people's you know, but at the same yeah. time like you only have forty eight spots like I don't I don't know why you want Charles Howell the third at this point. They're saddling themselves a little bit. That's think. what I'm saying is like yeah. Stenson and and Howell the third are kind of baggage, you know. Yep. Whoa, breaking here. It looks like Colt Nost will be an assistant captain for the Ryder Cup. What? Really? Maybe Locker room guy. Maybe it's a gag post on Instagram, but I, either way. Yeah. I mean, he knows that, that generation, right? He's really close with a lot of those guys. Maybe he's just messing around. So, um, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I yeah. don't really understand the Charles. Yeah. There, it looks like it's a official. I mean, he's he's really close with a lot of that generation, right? Zatch so. bolster in the team room, locker room guy. Yeah, pretty good. Um, anything else 
on Lyft. We have Trump coming, Ben Mister coming. God, like, well, that's a crazy. That's a that. crazy precedent for an assistant captain. Like you know, usually that's, you got to be more like a Euro model, right? Yeah, like bring that's in... what I'm saying. It's like usually you have to be a uh, time rider cupper. Like in his history sense, like they're very very rare. Do they go with a guy? He played on tour, but like, I props to Zach, Zach Johnson. Actually, like for thinking outside the box. I I I've kind of swung around on the European thing too. Like, there's been a lot. Of, like, there's this is in shambles over there, but like the backroom staff is in shambles. Because of all those legends that are no longer available, Sergio, Westy, Poulter, uh, now Henrik. But I just, I don't know that it's as bad as it seems outside of that generation being gone. Like you have Rory, Rom, Fitzy, Hovland, the Hogards. Like the team is kind of what it was going to be. And the team may not be great. It might not be as great as it's been. But I don't think they've lost any real players aside from Sergio. Right, and you're gonna have. I I just don't think it's as bad. You as don't think Westy's a good, uh, a great Ryder Cup player? No. no. <laughs> and 2023, no. Um, who do you want? The who do you think is going to be the next captain? Doesn't matter. It seems like people are. Thomas Bjorn is in line. There's Harry. I think they got to give it to Luke, Luke Donald. Donald. Yeah. Give it to give it to Chicago's own. Yeah. You get a foothold. The other thing you do is you get a foothold in America in a major ma- American market. You got a home game and, and you know, that there's a satellite place like, you know, they could do the old cutaway like like when they're the the finals like of the NBA, like they cut away to the a host or the opponent's arena and, in, in, you know, Milwaukee or whatever. And there's a bunch of fans yeah. watching oh, and, and they could cut away to Chicago. Meanwhile, in, has been meanwhile in-, in Chicago, look at this bar that's just filled with European fans. <laughs> Oh, Ryder Cup has been in the Midwest for the last whatever it feels like twenty years. I would say Big Ten country, but Big Ten country is now the entire United States of America. That's right. That's right. um, (laughs) We're we're gonna we got to get Stanford signed up here, so I get Big Ten Big Ten hoops in 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 Northern Northern California, Central California. Yeah, good catch there, Central California. That's right. All right. Everyone, uh, enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back quickly with a, a preview for the Rocket Mortgage and everything else that's coming down the pike. Um, thank you for your support as we sort of transition back from Scotland to American time uh, on various coasts. But uh, we'll be back Wednesday. Thanks again for your continued support. We'll talk to you then.